Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Women, it seems, often regret having casual sex with men. And that regret usually happens the day after. And then women regret being sexually active, and then take that regret out on men in the form of false rape allegations and or sexual assault charges. But what I wanted to know is why do women regret casual sex in the first place? And more importantly, why do they take it out on men? I'm including a link to an article called The Real Reason Women Might Regret Casual Sex in the description below. And here's a paragraph from that particular article. The research team found that college-age women are more likely to regret a one-time sexual encounter, whereas men are more likely to regret not taking a sexual opportunity. Women's biggest sexual regrets are losing their virginity to the wrong partner, cheating on a partner, or moving too fast sexually. Men, on the other hand, regretted not making a move on a potential partner, and a lack of sexual adventurousness in their younger or single days. Similar patterns held among gay men as well as lesbians, and women were more likely to regret sexual activity in that category as well, while men were more likely to regret chances not taken. Well, this article also says that there's scientific evidence that negative feelings also create stronger memories. So if a woman feels negative about a one-night stand and she regrets it, then she's more than likely to remember it more intensely. When a woman regrets a one-night stand and takes it out on the man by saying that he took advantage of her, what she's really saying is that she feels bad for letting her hormones in the heat of the moment take advantage of her, and therefore she's getting back at her casual sex partner as a way to gain some of the power that she lost by giving away her sexuality in a cheap way. She probably acted out on subconscious impulses, and then had a one-night stand with someone that she barely knows, and now she feels bad about it and someone has to pay for her hurt feelings and regret. And women are often taught that men are disposable, so it's easy to put the blame on a male scapegoat. I also believe that this is nature's way of creating a buyer's remorse syndrome in women. If she has casual sex and her subconscious mind doesn't think that the guy is worthy of having children with the following day, then she'll often regret it. For whatever reason, her subconscious mind wasn't satisfied during the sexual act itself or the attraction, So instead of continuing the relationship and potentially procreating with someone that she deems unworthy, she regrets it so that it never happens again. After all, how much do you really know about someone that you're having casual sex with until you actually sleep with them, or more? Usually for the woman, the regret comes in the form of not physically liking the person after the fact. And much of the time they regret it even more when they indulge in casual sex while they're under the influence of alcohol. Beer goggles also smooth everything over, and alcohol inhibits the conscious and subconscious mind to some extent, making it easier to jump into bed with the wrong person for a woman, as well as a man. Men, on the other hand, spend more time regretting not having the sexual encounters that they want instead of actually having them, because every missed opportunity or encounter is a possibly missed reproductive opportunity for a man. Every wrong sexual encounter for a woman is a potential liability if she gets pregnant, Given the idea that many men tend to feel bad when they don't have sex through casual encounters when they have that opportunity to do so, 
it might actually mean that men are genetically coded to have sex more frequently. And this is where gynocentrism strikes at men and takes advantage of us. If men regret not having sex with a woman, regardless of her appearance and attitude, then they're more likely to basically impregnate that woman. And I'm referring to a time before contraceptives. But when a man chooses not to be a mangina and chooses not to enter a long-term relationship, there must be a part of his mind telling him, hey buddy, think of all the sex that you're going to miss out on. So the man is basically torn between the rational part of his brain that says, the girl is no good for him, and the irrational part of him that wants to continue having sex, regardless of the compatibility with the woman that he's with. So why is this all important to men going their own way? Well, if you can have casual sex, then the greater risk is not STDs, pregnancy, or false rape allegations. The greatest risk comes from falling in love and turning yourself into a slave because of all the potential sex that you're missing out on by not taking a chance to have that casual sex in the first place. Sex on a regular basis, or even the promise of it, is the greatest slave driver in the history of humanity for men. It's not fair, but it's part of our biology, and we have to deal with it. When a man says, no, I'm not going to have casual sex with an incompatible woman that I barely know, he's usually saving himself a lot of heartache down the line. But he's also simultaneously creating a negative memory, because he'll more than likely regret not sleeping with her in the morning, and many years down the road as well. Nature is great at creating no-win scenarios for humans, so that it can trick us into reproducing with one another, even when we don't want to. If nature didn't do this, then we probably would have gone extinct a long time ago due to our large brains. In the past, before contraceptives and abortion, if a woman had gone out, gotten herself pregnant, she basically had no way to deal with the consequences, even if she regretted sleeping with the man. The baby would eventually come out of her, and there was basically nothing that she could do about it. But like I said earlier, if she stops her behavior after just one sexual encounter, before realizing the guy that she slept with is the wrong one for her, then there's a much smaller chance of her making that mistake further down the road. Because sex, after all, is a numbers game. More sex meant more potential offspring, before humans even knew what monthly cycles did, or how they worked. So for women, their regret comes from an evolutionary issue, and not necessarily a cultural one. Being perceived by others as a slut comes second to investing or entrusting her body and sexuality to the wrong man. Perhaps sluts are women that have poor judgment of men and poor understanding of their female nature. But the big question we need to ask ourselves is why do some women feel the urge to take out their regret in the form of destroying a man's life by filing a false allegation and getting him kicked out of school as well as possibly getting him a criminal record? Why do they file such false accusations? And I'm including a link in the description below to an article called The Anatomy of False Accusations. And in this piece, we get a glimpse into the mind of women that are making false claims to destroy innocent men. And some of the reasons reported in this article include attention-seeking behavior, revenge, seeking sympathy, or using it to cover up some other crime or incident. And here are a couple cases where women made false allegations, as well as the motives behind each of them. And I'll read these to you now. On January 22, 2014, a 12-year-old girl reported that she had been approached by a white male as she was walking home from school. She said the man grabbed her and pulled her pants down before she was able to get away. Police searched the area but found no evidence that anything had happened. And the following day, the girl confessed that she had not been assaulted after all. In fact, she had made the whole story up because she didn't want to get in trouble for missing her school bus. She is fortunate that an innocent man who happened to be in the area, and who matched the exact general description, was not pulled over and arrested on the suspicion of attempted sexual assault. And in the second case, in mid-February 2014, 
Alexandria Westover, a Florida woman, told police that she had been assaulted on the Florida Turnpike after getting a flat tire. She claimed that a man pulled over to help her, but eventually raped her. After police spent 100 man-hours of investigation in a fruitless search for evidence, Westover eventually admitted to having fabricated the story because she didn't want to get in trouble for missing work. The police describe what these cases all have in common. And what these cases have in common is that the person making the false report or allegation didn't think twice about the consequences of their accusations. And in fact, this is a recurring theme in false claims with many serious crimes, including carjackings, robberies, school shootings, and even sexual assaults and kidnappings. When asked by police or reporters why a person made false reports of a crime, the typical responses were, I didn't realize that what I was doing was a big deal, or I didn't think it would get this far. So after reading this, you can clearly see that some women have a complete lack of empathy when it comes to falsely accusing men. Not to mention the fact that such behavior is a complete waste of taxpayer resources and could eventually land a completely innocent man in jail or prison. And once a woman falsely accuses a man of rape or sexual assault, she can't turn back during the process. The further the case moves along in the courts, the greater the chance that she will no longer be able to back away and drop the case and claim that it actually didn't happen. The social pressure and potential embarrassment means that most women have to press onwards with false allegations after casual sex, even if deep down inside they want to stop. But what I find insanely amusing is that they often fake sexual crimes as the reason for being late for work or school. So the moral of the story is that if you're actually going to have a one-time sexual encounter with a woman, then make sure they get to work on time. Otherwise, they might regret sleeping with you and call you a rapist. Either make sure you drive her to work, or make sure she gets there on time. It's either that or she risks getting reprimanded at work for being late, and then basically taking it out on you. Can you only imagine how many innocent men are in prison or jail because of false allegations, because some woman was late for work? We don't know for sure how many there are, because like I mentioned just a few minutes ago, once women start the allegations procedures, it often becomes difficult to stop them. The risks of casual sex with someone you barely know can often be very high. And what I also find interesting from reading the first article listed in the description below is that women are having casual sex with other women four times more often today than they were a few decades ago. And I'm sure that that number is still relatively low when compared to the majority of the female population. But what do you guys think? Why are women four times as likely to have casual sex with each other now as they were a few decades ago? And the stats say they'll regret having sex with a woman just as much as they'll regret having casual sex with a man. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.